The Boston Celtics got a win in Memphis. They didn't deserve it. It was an undisciplined mess. And I'm going to talk about it right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can't. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Brandon J's, how it started, raising banners, how we finish. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast. It's right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. And I got you every day with a free, fresh podcast dropped directly to your device if you subscribe. So make sure you're hitting that subscribe button on whatever app you use to listen to your podcast. Or you can watch the show on YouTube. If you're watching the show on YouTube, you'll see I am here at the FedEx Forum in Memphis, where they are ripping up the floor because they got a concert tomorrow. So I don't have that cool basketball backdrop, but here I am at the arena after the Boston Celtics 102-100 win, a game they absolutely did not deserve to win. And uh, that's going to be like the bulk of this podcast. It's it's a win that feels like a loss. And it was just one of the, probably the worst game that they've played all year. And that counts the loss to Minnesota. Today's show brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash LockdownNBA. Use that code LockdownNBA, all lowercase, for a first deposit match up to $100. So uh, the Celtics didn't look particularly great in this game. And they there, there is some, some things to like. There are some things to like. So I feel like maybe it's best to just get those out of the way. Because it is a win, and that's the first thing to like. They won. And and even that, I'm on the fence about. I'm on the fence about whether I like the fact that they won. I guess the only thing I can say is there are no style points, and we're not going to go back and judge every win. Nobody goes back at the end of the season and goes to the beginning of the season and goes, oh, wait, no, that wasn't a good win. We shouldn't count that. They all count. Celtics are 11-2. and two. That counts. So... It's good that Boston won this game. I'm not going to get it twisted. Uh, but, man, there's a piece of me that feels like, you know, it, it would have felt like, first of all, more appropriate if they had lost because they they didn't play to win this game. They played to just let their talent kind of carry them to a win. They uh, It feels like the lesson would have been hammered home a little bit more if they had just played this way and lost, they made some boneheaded plays. They undisciplined. I think that's the the, the overarching theme of this podcast and the in the story of the game. Undisciplined. This was undisciplined basketball. I mentioned it to Joe Missoula uh, after the game, and he said that's actually a really good way to put it. it. It's this was an undisciplined. They did not have the discipline necessary, which to me is that you're you're not thinking, you're not focused. And when you're not focused because you don't take your opponent seriously enough. Hold on, hold on. I'm supposed to be talking about the things I like. A win is a win, and they're 11-2, and two, and they're the best team in the NBA. And the fact is that in a lot of these games, this, this is another one of those games that they probably would have lost last season, and we would sit here bemoaning the fact that they lost to one of the worst teams in the league, Memphis 
by circumstance, by injury, by all kinds of different, you know, for all kinds of different reasons, they are a three win team and struggling. Uh, they were on a back to back. They came back. They had a big comeback win against San Antonio. San Antonio is one of the worst teams in the league. I watched Memphis play Washington and they got crushed by Washington and Washington's one of the worst teams in the league. It's just uh, a, a game where a little bit of, I don't even want to say effort. It, they had effort. They had energy. It was just unfocused. But so they still won. It's hard for me to like save the the the, the things I didn't like uh, for for later. It just kind of keeps creeping in. Uh, I liked I liked Sam Hauser's shooting. Five of seven from three. Actually, five of six from three. I'm not counting the heave. He had a heave at the end of the third quarter. He, you know, that that's shout out to him. He's having a great shooting season, and and he, even with you know a five for six night working, he let that thing fly. So five for six night for him from three. I'm I'm like I'm filtering out the uh, the heave. I like the fact that Hauser has has caught fire. I just remember doing this podcast from the uh, from Washington, the Capital One Arena. There, that crap, crappy place. It's not a good arena. Uh, and talking about how he shot sixteen percent. Now he's you know another another huge night for him. He's shooting like I didn't even see what his his season percentage is now at this point, but I can look at that real quick. He is shooting. Oh, John, I can't look at that real quick. <laughs> I'm trying, folks. I'm trying. 47.5% from three. It's not bad for a guy who was shooting 16%. And I was like, no, wait, seriously, he can catch up. So he's hitting almost half his threes now because he's on just an absolute fire. He's just an absolute crazy streak. They should have fed him more. They should have just looked for him. They the Celtics got away from a lot of the things that uh, had been working, and of course, uh, that that means they get away from Sam Hauser, who was who was shooting very well. Uh, and the other thing is, the Celtics got to the line twenty five times, which is good. They they were aggressive, uh, too aggressive potentially. Uh, I'll get into that in just a second, but they they did get to the line, and this is this is where they they you can say they won the game. They outscored. Memphis 20 to nine at the free throw line. The whistles were out outlandish. Like it was, there were so many whistles, uh, so many offensive fouls. Jason Tatum had four offensive fouls. All four of his fouls were offensive fouls. Uh, there was no flow to this game at all. You couldn't get any kind of rhythm going. So that didn't help anything at all, but they did go to the line 25 times. So I shouldn't complain about the whistles because they benefited Boston. Uh, that, that's a good thing. That's where they won the game. All right, that that's about it. I, I can't really, I can't really get too hyped up about this. They won, great. That's at the end of the season. It's all about how many wins do you have, how many losses do you have. This is a win. You take it and you move on. As Joe Mazzulla said after the game, I'll take it, but I don't have to be happy about it. And he shouldn't be happy about it. And I'll talk about. Why he shouldn't be happy about that? Uh, well, maybe I don't know. I can't. I can't say I'm not going to get a little ranty when it comes to this, but 
We'll pick that up in just a second. First, today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy because it's you against the projections. You pick two to six players if you they and Prize Picks sets the projections, points, rebounds, assists, whatever. Uh, you pick more or less if you're right. You win. If you get all six right, you can win up to 25 times your money. So that's really, really cool. Uh, if you are so inclined, because we're, we're talking about this on Sunday, NFL Sunday, you want to mix a little basketball and football together? If that's your speed, sure. Get into one of these special leagues created specifically for combination projections. So you get two more players from different sports, and you can get like touchdown receptions plus three-pointers made. And, you know, depending on the players you pick, more or less, boom, there you go. Uh, and, hey, you've got a little insurance as well because they offer a reboot policy so your entries stay in play even if one of your guys gets hurt. If that guy gets hurt in the in the first half of the game, doesn't come back in the second half, that player gets rebooted. So Prize Picks is, is there to help you kind of get a little injury protection, and they're the only daily sports platform, fantasy sports platform, with injury an injury insurance policy. So go check out prizepicks.com slash lockdown NBA prizepicks.com slash lockdown NBA use the code lockdown NBA all lowercase for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars go check it out prizepicks.com daily fantasy sports made easy thank you for making lockdown Celtics your first listen every day go check out this very cool thing that we've done here on the lockdown podcast network it's the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on YouTube Locked On Sports Today, 24-7, covering the top stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows that cover every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe for the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Let's get back to this because, honestly, this this didn't feel like that there was much to be happy about. I'm sorry. Like... Maybe maybe it's just we're, we're spoiled. This is a team that's playing that's been playing well. They're eleven and two. They're the best team in the NBA. And when you know when that's the case, you they there are expectations. There are expectations here that uh, you expect to be met on a regular basis. Now, to be fair, as Joe Mazzulla said after the game, there's eighty two of these things. They're not all going to go great. We all have crappy days at work. Lord knows I've put out my fair share of stinker podcasts where my brain's not working, my mouth's not working, I just can't, I just a lot of um, uh, um, uh. Like, I get it. We all have crappy days at the office. This was a crappy day at the office. However, my job is to look at what they did and say, was this good or bad? And you want to hear about it? So this was bad. This was bad. At the end of the game, so it's, 14 seconds left. Derek White flies in, gets an offensive rebound, and you think, ah, whew, Celtics survive. Gets it to Jason Tatum. Drew Holiday cuts down the middle. Tatum kits it to Holiday, and Holiday blows the dunk. I thought it was blocked, but it wasn't. He just kind of blows the dunk, and the rebound gets tipped out. So he he goes in for a dunk with 10 seconds left. Okay. You say, well, if he got fouled there, he would have made two free throws, so if he had just made the dunk, it would have been fine. You go up four, fine. 
okay, but you got to make the dunk. Lay it in. Joe Mazzulla said it after the game. Make it or sit there and take the free throws. Those are your two options. You cannot miss a layup in that situation. You either hold it or you make that shot. And so you either go up strong, like strong, like go up and two-hand dunk. Like you're you're playing through. Like you got to play that with force, right? Finish the game. Finish the play. So he doesn't, and he misses, and they get a shot on the other end. And when I saw Santi Aldama, of all people, Santi Aldama, here's a guy that puts in 28 points and was killing Boston. Santi freaking Aldama gets this shot, and I can see it's all slow motion in my head. And you're like, no, slow motion. I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking this this is going in. This they they're gonna lose this game because they deserve to lose this game. Like I was kind of laughing in my seat, going, Oh, you basketball gods, you're crafty. You you this was a kind of sneaky one. I, I didn't see this one coming. But they they weren't, they took the Sunday off. That shot that Aldama took absolutely deserved to fall. If we're just playing. What should have happened, that shot should have fallen. The Celtics should have, like, they would have called a timeout and botched the inbound play. Like, there would have been, like, if if there's any sort of, uh, you know, justice, that's what would have happened. It didn't happen because Memphis is not very good. And Aldama just missed the shot. And Porzingis makes a good play. I think it was on Zaire Williams afterwards and blocks the shot and and the game is over frantic crazy uh final 10 seconds i almost couldn't believe what was happening as it was happening we're just sitting there like slack jarred going what 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 was that huh huh what that shot deserved to go in and so it didn't the celtics just played the whole game as if they were just waiting for their talent to kind of take over. They so stubbornly, this is the weirdest thing. All right. This is going to be the weirdest thing I say about the Celtics. They didn't take enough threes. They stubbornly attacked the rim. Even when they were getting blocked, even when the rim was crowded, even when the paint was crowded, they, and I can appreciate being aggressive, but it's very clear what they're trying to do. And Joe Missoula's philosophy is very clear. And he's shown it. He's, he's explained it. He has the evidence. If you're going to go one on three and try to finish through all of those people, there's a good chance you're going to miss. There's a good chance you're going to be left behind in the play. There's a good chance that the team that the other team is going to get that ball and get out in transition, and you're creating mismatches. Five on four, four on three, five on three. And what ends up happening is you end up either giving up shots in transition, which the Celtics were getting killed in transition, or you – they miss the shot in transition, but because no one, you know, you don't have the four or five guys back, there's a second chance opportunity 
Desmond Bain killed the Celtics in the first half on second-chance opportunities with his three-pointers. The Celtics didn't have the discipline to follow the game plan. The Memphis Grizzlies, if they do one thing well, it's protect the rim. They pack the paint. They protect the rim. Now, the Celtics got to the rim easily early on, and that probably fueled them because they were just like, oh, we can get to the rim at will. We're just going to keep doing this. And normally you say, yeah, keep attacking, keep attacking. Yes, keep attacking. Yes. But attack with the mindset of like, oh, okay, now I've got people challenging me. That means there's a kick somewhere. And that kick doesn't even mean you have to take the three-pointer, although against the Memphis Grizzlies, it probably means you do take the three-pointer because they give up a ton of corner threes. The Celtics took one corner three in the fourth quarter. They took six in the game overall. The Celtics took 31 three-pointers in this game, their lowest output of the season, the fewest three-pointers they've taken in a season. Before the game, Brian Scalabrini were all walking around, and he was joking that the Celtics might put up 60 in this game, that the stats, the numbers, the formula says the Celtics could take 63 pointers in this game, and they probably should have. That's the thing. I have no problem. The number, the final number of three-pointers is not where I have any issue at all. I never care about 50 or 60 or 70 or 80, however many three-pointers you want to take. Are they good or are they bad? The Celtics had the opportunity to get a lot more good three-pointers. This is the the 77 shots they took. Okay, there's there's more. They took more shots than that because there's 25 three, uh, free throws. So you can add, what's that, 10 shots to that mix or so. So we'll say it would have been 87 shots. So they they could have taken of those 87 let's round up to 90 um they there there could have been 50 three pointers in this rather than the 31 you take away some of the contested twos you get to the threes some of those start to fall now they didn't shoot particularly well early on but they did get the 38.7% 39% that's enough you shoot with the volume there and you put this team away that's the weakness. That's the weakness that Memphis has. They give open looks. Hauser took seven three-pointers. Actually, like I said, six. He should have taken 15. He should have had the uh, Santi Aldama stat line. Santi Aldama took, what, 15 of them? That's that's crazy. 15 three-point attempts. That's what Sam Hauser should have had. Desmond Bain had 14 three-point attempts. That's... That's where I think the lack of discipline, they just did not look disciplined at all. More evidence of their lack of discipline. I got that coming up next. First, today's show brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sports book. It's NFL season. It's NBA season. You want to go out there and have a little bit more fun. You can do that with FanDuel. And if you're a new customer, you bet $5, you win your money line bet, $5 money line bet, new customer, you get $150 in bonus bets. Very simple. $5, you win, $150 in bonus bets. That's sounds like a good deal to me. If you're thinking about joining FanDuel, 
Now's the time to do it. So you bet all the simple things, spreads, player props, over-unders. You can have fun stacking some bets and play like an in-game parlay. You could do Jason Tatum points and Kristaps Porzingis rebounds and, you know, uh, Jalen Brown assists. You just stack them together. If you if you hit on all of them, you can actually get a pretty decent payout. So go check it out, fanduel.com slash locked on. Make your NFL bets. Make your NBA bets. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. I will say the best thing about FanDuel is they do have these tools that help you set your limits. You can gamble if you want to gamble. That's fine. If you have the means to do it, that's fine. Uh, they have the tools to set your limits so you can go ahead and gamble responsibly. Thanks for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Check out the Lockdown NBA podcast right here where you got this podcast. I generally am on on Wednesdays. This Wednesday, I think I'm going to have to miss because of travel, but um, check out the Lockdown NBA podcast anyway because it's always a good time. It's always fun. Uh, so I like it. I enjoy the show. <laughs> it felt like in this game the Celtics bit on every single pump fake. Every single pump fake that Memphis threw at them, Celtic was up in the air. When you talk about lack of discipline, that right there is is highlight number one to me when I say lack of discipline. They didn't have the, when we talk about discipline, we're talking about understanding that you can, you can contest the shot without having to jump right away, right? Like you can be up in a guy's face. You can let him actually jump first and you can then jump and still contest the shot. You don't have to block everything, but the Celtics, any little flinch, any little up fake, boom, they were up in the air. And that puts you in rotation. That puts you in a spot where now you need help. And that's what opens up second chance points opportunities. The Celtics looked sloppy. They, they looked not like disinterested. They looked kind of just, um, I, I, I felt like nothing was clean. They're supposed to run plays where what's called a ghost screen, which means a guy is at the top of the key and a player comes around like he's going to set a screen, but he ends up running just past the play, right? It's just like, it almost looks like a football, like uh, a, a receiver goes in motion past the quarterback. And the whole point of that is to get them it's you, you do that against a switching defense because if they're setting the screen if you're setting a screen they're anticipating a switch so what that does is if you go to set the screen and like ghost it and you run past that just kind of gets the defense to flinch a little bit and two guys kind of go with the guy that's ghosting the screen and it kind of opens up just a little bit of a lane for the ball handler or it opens up the, the guy who's who's screening. And then in that chaos, somebody else can pop open. The Celtics ran a couple of times. They ran that play. And the guy who was ghosting the screen ran into another teammate. Ran into like Jason Tatum or something. That kind of stuff, not clean. When I say they, they weren't clean, that's what I mean. They were just kind of in each other's way. 
they you know, I remember a play at the beginning of the the beginning of the game Sam Hauser was in there and he was making a cut and Tatum made a cut and they both they both ended up in the same place and the the middle of the lane just got jumbled three Celtics were in the middle of the lane not clean no one's no one's really thinking no one's reading they're out there and again they gave effort but it's it's almost worse to give effort in an undisciplined manner because now your effort's taking you out of a play. And when you're biting on pump fakes, then the next guy is coming along and he's biting on a fake or he's like, a, another thing they did was the challenge, like you do the flyby, right? And, and so you're not disciplined on your closeouts. When, when I talk about discipline on a closeout, a guy catches the ball on the perimeter and you come out and you gotta be low and your hand up and be in his face and kind of deter him from like thinking about that shot because you're balanced and you're in front of him and he he doesn't have like that opportunity to just drive or shoot he's he has to be aware of you and feel your presence that's a disciplined closeout undisciplined closeout Celtics he pump fake and you just whoo fly by you see nothing but sneakers in front of the guy's face because the they're putting forth the effort but it's wild. It's like, uh, you know, you ever see a dog that hasn't been out for a while and it's just flying around like crazy, the little zoomies that they do, and they're like, wow, wow, wow. Like, that's kind of like that. There's no, there's no, there's no discipline to it to keep you where you're supposed to be. You're just flying by the guy. So now it's a five on four and the next guy comes along and he's not disciplined and he's jumping. Now it's like a five on three. The first guy's like scrambling back and he's running to a place that he's not supposed to be. And everybody's just kind of frantic. That's, that was what was happening to the Celtics. So it was not a lack of effort at all. And I know I'm talking about this win, like it's a loss, but let me tell you against any other team in the league, well, not any other team. <laughs> there are a couple other teams that they probably would have beaten with this, but against most other teams in the league, this is this is a, a loss and, and not a good one. So the net effect here is you got away with one. You got away with a bad effort. You got away with a a crappy game. And in reality, a good team wins games like this, even when they kind of suck, even when they're kind of like all over the place and frantic. A team that good does win these games. And a team as you know that's struggling the way Memphis does, they lose these games no matter what. But hey, shout out to the Grizzlies on a back-to-back, -back, missing everybody playing strong playing hard playing fast uh they they could have quit there's there's like no real reason other than professional pride you know it's their jobs to come out here and play hard they could have easily said oh here we go back to back not feeling it Celtics come out on a 6-0 run let's just ugh. but no they played hard they played strong they did everything they could. They deserve to win. The Celtics deserve to lose. But it's how basketball is sometimes. You win these games. 
and the Celtics, I guarantee you at some point this season, they're going to lose a game they deserve to win. And we're going to sit there and be like, oh, the shame of it all. Wow, they played great. And then just some unlucky bounces or a call, a crappy call or something like that. And we're going to sit there and we're going to be crying about that and be like, they were robbed of a win. When we do that, I hope we have the discipline ourselves to remember, oh, wait, that game in Memphis. Yeah, they deserve to lose that game. So kind of evens out. It will even out at some point, but the Celtics get the win. And this is the most important thing. They get the win. They win another game on the road. They've won, what, six in a row now? They're, they're, we'll forget about it. If they go to Charlotte and, and play well on the back to back, then we'll, we'll slowly forget about this. Uh, my last thought is I hope, I hope Joe plays a deeper bench. I talked about it in the last game. I think he, he just, I know we saw it in Mayesh Keita and we saw a little bit of Lamar Stevens, not much, just a couple of minutes, but I'd, I'd like to see those guys in earlier. All right, that's the show. Hope you enjoyed it. I uh, hope you enjoyed it more than the Celtics' effort in this game. Uh, again, hey, it is what it is. Um, I've said what I had to say. <laughs> that's that. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you enjoyed it enough to subscribe. If you're not a subscriber and you're still here at this point, I hope you uh, hit that subscribe button, whether it's on your favorite podcasting app or on YouTube. Watch the show on YouTube. Get into the comment section. Let me know what you think. Am I right? Am I wrong? Am I too hard on these guys? Not hard enough on these guys? You tell me what you think in the comment section. And you everydayers, I love you. Being with this show every day, Monday through Friday. Bonus podcasts on the weekends when they play on a Friday or a Saturday. I got you covered whenever they play. I love that you're with me. I now would love it if you shared the podcast and spread the word. Tell everybody when you get together for Thanksgiving, tell your family, tell everyone they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast. It's right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.